Welcome to the Nightly Rant. I'm Mike. And I'm Toria. This is the show where we talk about the awful things that have happened in our day, the awesome things that have happened in our day, and all the things in between. Thanks for listening, and we truly hope you enjoy. talk about the people tonight oh the, the gun chanter people yeah so shall i tell them what that means i think so okay. i think that that would that would probably help with the context thing the gun chanter people the police were surrounding this group because there was a guy from the anti-sb54 crowd on one side, there was like two people. Then there was a whole crowd of people on the pro SB54 side. Now, for those of you who've listened to the podcast before, you know what SB54 is. But real briefly, for those of you who don't know what SB54 is, it's the California Values Act. But it's the rule that makes it so that cities are sanctuary cities in California. And... They want to keep it that way. They don't want to report someone who has a deportation request on their record from the federal government. They do not want to turn those people in. And you have to ask yourself, how did they get into the eyes of the federal government if they didn't do anything ever? Right. They had to do something to piss off the federal government. It just makes absolutely no sense i agree so they're chanting you know the so the police move in because they see they're going to beat the hell out of this guy right and the police move in and then they throw their hands up and they say hands up don't shoot hands up don't shoot over and over and over and over like the police officers were going to shoot them i feel like the protesters tonight we're very off topic. Yes. But in the light of the hands up, don't shoot, we'll post this picture that we took of one officer who clearly had his hand on his weapon. He was concerned something was about to happen. A lot of those officers were very concerned something was about to happen. Yeah, it makes me wonder. Well, because I don't feel like the crowd tonight was any more... I don't know, alarming than any other night that we've gone to one of these meetings. No, in fact, I think of the three, this one was the biggest, but the most mild. But to be fair, there was no pushing or shoving at the last two. Right. 
So that's maybe true. that's what was getting them edgy is because they knew that there was people starting to get a little bit more physical. Mm, could be. I, I think, I don't know, just think it was um, the police did a good job once again. If you're looking for the score, it's two to one. No, I already know that. <laughs> um, I think the police did a great job. I do too. I mean, and it was really interesting to see police officers from multiple cities all working together at the same event. And they had people from the Orange County Fire Authority there, too. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. But kind of nice. I mean, they're clearly trained to de-escalate situations. Yeah. So. Yeah. The news is spinning it in two different directions. Are they? Yeah. What do you mean? Well, and some it's, you know, oh, well, um, there's some who are rallying in favor of immigrants while others are rallying against immigrants. That's not what it was about. What I really wanted to know about tonight. Okay, so I was cruising around and I was just asking people casual questions about things I've been curious about all along. And I asked very politely. Look, I didn't get sassy Mm -hmm. with even a single person tonight. Okay. Except for racist Santa because he was staring at me. But I asked him from afar where he couldn't hear me and then stared back. Anyway, that's beside the point. Okay, so I asked this dude with some super wild hair a question, and he got off into this whole long. Oh, the lawyer from Arizona. Yeah. Who's friends with, who, who's friends with Sheriff Joe and proves it by showing his phone calls that say Sheriff Joe Cell. Like you couldn't have put my name down as Sheriff Joe Cell. Right. Anyway. I'm like. Dude, hold on a second. You can finish in a minute. I'm like, dude, that's supposed to convince me that you know Sheriff Joe. Okay. Yeah, he was he was clearly crazy, but he's on this whole spiel about about Mexicans and all these things he was saying about people being deported ten times and then just getting five years in jail and never getting not getting deported again and blah 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 blah. And then. And then he proceeds to, um, oh, then he was talking about how he's, like, pro-life and super against abortion, which, part of what I mean about the protesters being off-topic tonight, what the literal fuck does abortion have to do with yeah. illegal immigration? and then there was the LGBTQ crowd. Yeah. And I'm not quite sure what that has to do with illegal immigration either, unless they're just trying to say... This group stands behind this group. Well, but I guess. Is that really the official stance of the entire LGBTQ community? I don't think so. And they didn't really convey their message properly. But no, anyway, it was the, weird. But the crazy dude. And then, so he gets, he goes on and on, and I was like, hold on a tick. Let me ask you a question. How do you feel about legal immigration? And this is a guy who clearly understands what SB 54 actually is. Mm-hmm. Because he was. Very pro-legal immigration. And I can respect that. And then I kind of, you know, tried to end the conversation very quickly with him. So then, that went really well. I was like, okay, polite question. Good response. No stabbing. Nobody got mad at me. A plus for Victoria. So I go and I ask somebody else a question. And so the person I asked was a news reporter who is very obviously from Arizona. They're like microphone things that like Channel 7 Arizona or something like that. And I was like, okay, I got to know. Why are there so many people, people from, from Arizona, Arizona here? And so what, I, what I, I wanted to ask her, 
I did ask her why there are so many people from Arizona there, and she was shocked. Like, there's other people from Arizona here? So I thought that was pretty cool. Like, I felt like the news lady was going to give me the honest answer of why she was there. But then, in the midst of me asking my question, Arizona person number two, (laughs) who we saw speak at the Huntington Beach City Council meeting, meeting, she, like, rages up behind me and she's like, why are you asking why people are from Arizona? We have problems with illegal immigration too. And she's like getting all in my face. And her angry. whole like, spiel was her whole spiel yeah. was that because she told me this earlier directly. Her whole spiel was you can your sanctuary city thing doesn't stay within your state. Your problem rolls over into our state too. Right. And we don't like that. Well, okay. What do we always say on this show? Your rights end. Where my rights begin. Well, sounds like California is messing with the rights of people in Arizona. My issue with her, specifically her, not the existence of people from Arizona, was that she had no idea what my stance was on the issue. I was asking a simple question and she just lost her shit at me. A la Cigarette Lady. Remember Cigarette Lady? Exactly. She skewered me before she knew that I was on her side. More people need to approach these things by asking a simple question. Calm question. And then, you know what? If you get an answer you don't like and you want to go full rage savage, have at her. But at least... I wouldn't do it. I think it's overkill. But, hey, at least we can respect the fact that you asked the question first. And that your rage is correctly aimed. At least find out what side of the issue the person you're freaking screaming at is on. Yeah, before you rage at them. If you're going to rage at them. I mean, like... Like... Like the first Los Alamitos City Council meeting we went to when there was racist Santa and Mike Pence. Fake <laughs> Mike, Mike Pence. Pence. Hold on. Let me finish and then you can talk about Mike Pence. Mike Pence. <laughs> okay. When we first encountered them, we agree. We're on the same side of this issue. Yet they felt the need to scream at us, get in our face, and call me a racist? What? Right. And our impression of them is that they're racist. Yeah, well, that's because Facebook is calling but people. What I'm getting nose. at is, but, but what I'm getting at is, in my opinion, if we're on the same side of the issue, and even we think they're racist, <laughs> then they must be racist. I just, I feel like if you ask the question calmly and they're on the same side as you, you don't need to waste your energy. Go waste your energy on someone else. Exactly. And that's what they don't do. But see, okay. So, we've been talking a lot about fake Mike Pence. (laughs) Well, we have Podcast Gold coming to you live with fake Mike Pence. Got an interview with him. But we've edited out his name. So, listen up. So. Fake Mike Pence, talk to me about why he's always at different city council meetings. Listen to Fake Mike Pence. Because he's been at every single one. Right. Let's listen to Fake Mike Pence. Don't interrupt this time because I will cut you out of the show. Hello. So what's your name? Secure. I want to see our uh, immigration laws enforced. 
This is what diversity is. This is what it is. Whatever they tell you, that's what it is right there. So, are you here because of uh, opposing SB 54 or just uh, illegal immigration in general? I'm for both. Okay. I'm against illegal immigration. I'm, I'm all for uh, regular immigration. But I'm sick and tired of people crossing the border like it's nothing. And then you have to pay for it yourself. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I mean, people go, hey, immigrants, uh, my parents were immigrants. I go, legal or illegal? Oh, what are you talking about? You know, it's a simple fact. I wa if you're an illegal alien, you got to go. I mean, I, I personally think it's the number one issue facing our country right now. It's not Syria. It's not the... Uh, the uh, whatever these other these uh, trade agreements it's none of that it's immigration immigration no i, I agree with you on that I agree it, it has to be brought under control or it's or we can just kiss it all goodbye well that's the problem they talk to these people coming to border too much time. yeah um, they don't want to hear facts right? no they don't want to hear facts no they do not present them facts right i mean i even have a lady over here tell me um have you heard of god's law I said, yeah did you know that it says in the bible Securing the border. Our another one is to uh, enforce our immigration laws. And people go nuts. They go crazy when we say that. That's all we're saying. They call us names. They follow us out to the parking lot. They throw stuff at us. They spit at us. They call. I mean, it's bad. It's bad. I've already been swiped that a couple times here today. Have you ever been assaulted by anyone? Uh, no, I, I haven't. But members of our group have. We haven't assaulted anybody. I don't go around assaulting anybody. But, you know, the point is, is Jerry Brown, he decides for all of us that he's going to inject his personal view on immigration. When it clearly says that in the Constitution, everything involving immigration and naturalization goes through Congress. Right. Not Jerry Brown. Not Sacramento. If we allow that, I'm a states' rights guy. But in this particular case, no. Because if we allow Jerry Brown to do this, then every, all 50 states, will, are they going to have their own immigration laws? It, it'll be insanity. It'll be complete mayhem. We must return to the rule of law. We must return to our uh, Constitution. You know, it's, it's our owner's manual. We must follow it to the letter. These men, 200 and something years ago, wrote it carefully, each word. They went over it and over it. They wanted to make sure it was just right. And amazingly well planned, right? I mean, like, Absolutely. Like it's, it's how many hundreds of years later and still fit. It's astonishing to me how well they got it. And they said, you know, they go, oh, well, you know, what about slavery? They said all men are created equal. Right. They didn't say all white men. Right. They knew. They knew. I read uh, John Madison's uh, uh, biography. They went over this slavery issue. I know this is off on another. Sure. But 
they knew that something it had to be dealt with but they didn't couldn't do it right then and there they had a new country to develop they had to come up with a, a banking system a monetary system they had a huge thing in front of them so they let that go so your group is it a nationwide group or just a local group uh we have people all over the united states but we're generally in uh southern california okay all right and so then a group you go around to these meetings yes you kind of lend your support yes to we, this side of the issue right Great. Okay. right good well thanks very much I thank you. you man. thank you awesome did you hear what he said he's a member of a group that goes around and does this did you see when he was leaving he got into the car with another dude wearing yeah. a red mega hat. Yeah. And we never saw them together Mm-mm. there. Mm-mm. So, yeah, they were there. It reminds me. That's kind of a weird thing to think of. But it reminds me of people who are, like, working at the same place and they don't want people to know they're dating. Mm-hmm. And they have to go to a work function. So they arrive together, but they arrive separately. You know, right. and then they don't mingle with one another the whole entire time they're there because mm-hmm. they don't want anyone to think that they're together. And then they leave together. Hmm. Interesting. It's obvious that they're together. Right. But anyway, <sighs> he, he had some interesting shit to say. And I mean, in a lot of spots, I just told him I agreed with him, even if I didn't agree with him, because I wanted him to keep talking. Well, yeah. And I mean, that's the whole angle is get him to keep talking. Uh you know, and I think the the dudes, you know, I will say this. He's passionate about his issue. Yeah. And he believes that the truth is on his side. With some anger management and some therapy, he could probably convey his issue much more appropriately. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I agree, but I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to be honest about something. You know, I had a period there where I had a lot of pent up rage on the inside. And... You let me, this is a good thing, you let me kind of let some of that out. Not on you, but I did it sometimes in some of these Facebook groups. Just, you know what? You're an idiot. So I'm going to tell you you're an idiot. (sighs) And you know what? I was mean some of the time. But it isn't like people weren't mean and sassy right back. The only time, the only time that the person didn't deserve what was said to them, you apologized. Yeah. To their face. Yeah. I made a point of that. You're absolutely right. And what's really interesting about that is they're much more open to dialogue and and they're honest with me about things. And here's why I think that's important to note. So many people act like they support you but all they do is yes you to death that's great i love it it's so awesome that's great yes i love it i like it when people tell me even something as simple as you know what this word doesn't belong in this speech take it out i like that i think being honest like that is really 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 important you mean like i did when i was helping you edit your thing right And, and I said it I shows, looked at minus this one word. And it shows that you trust me and that you know I trust you or you wouldn't bring it up. So right. my point in saying that to you is that you finally get people who don't really know you that well but had like a negative opinion of you. You kind of get them to take a good look 
And then they go, you know what? All he was doing was exactly what I was doing, being passionate about his opinion. Right. And if I look at it from his perspective, I came off like an asshole. And if he looked at it from my perspective, he came off like an asshole. You want to know what's really interesting? Fake Mike Pence. We've now encountered him and interacted with him three Three times. times. Tonight, he did not remember one or two. No. I remember him. But he gets into those disagreements with so many people that he doesn't remember any of them. Yeah. It's just another disagreement. That's interesting to me. But, okay, doesn't that sort of betray something about being a paid protester? Paid protester? Like people say, oh, well, why not be why not be paid to do that? If that's your opinion and you believe that to be true, and he clearly does, why not accept money to go to places to fight for something that you already believe in? I forgot to tell you something. So, one of my clients that I will not name has been looking for more work to give me and looking for more work to give me. And they came across this one job where they were being paid to make pro-Trump comments on various anti-Trump blogs. Does that surprise you? No, I just thought it was interesting that I was offered a position as a paid protester, essentially. Yeah. But but here's the thing. That's no fun if you don't 100% agree with what you're saying. I mean, that's my feeling. That's no fun. Well, I definitely declined it. Because, because you feel like a shill. But what if, what if last election someone came to us and said, I'll pay you $500 a month to post pro-Gary Johnson things on the Trump and Hillary forums? I would do it. Why wouldn't I? I'm making money to do what I would have done anyway. Exactly. And that's the thing. Is if you would do it anyway, you might as well take the money and go do it. And I'm telling you that fake Mike Pence is that guy. He believes in his cause. But he's getting paid to do it. And the way you know he's getting paid to do it is he treats it like a job. He's not changing his opinion. Because that's not his purpose in being there. His purpose in being there is to portray one side only of the issue. Whereas you and I went to the meeting, and this is the important distinction, with an open mind willing to change our position. Right. And that is the key differentiator. He's never going to change his mind because it's his job. We went there to listen to both sides and right. see where people stand. And I still find myself publicly refusing or refusing pub- to publicly acknowledge which side of the issue I'm on because because there are so many people I find absolutely disgusting on both sides that I just don't want to associate with any of them yeah I, I agree with you I mean it affected me a great deal the first time we experienced this tonight sadly I'm numb to it at this point I mean but at the same time you know what's funny in certain instances I heard like like there was a lawyer there who says he's represented clients, police officer clients in New York and Los Angeles. Okay. okay? And he knows about the rules that go into disciplining them and all of that. Okay. He made some okay points, but his main point that I know is bull of the shit is that 
you're complicating the situation because, you know, Attorney General Jeff Sessions is suing California and it'll go to the highest court in the land who will ultimately make the decision. So then you're suing the state of you, you're going to get sued by the state of California for not enforcing their law. And you could very well lose that. So now you have conflicting precedents. Well, there's no such thing as a conflicting precedent with the Supreme Court of the United States of America. When the Supreme Court says everybody must wear black and you don't, just because the other other state level federal court said you don't have to wear black, you got to wear black. They can't. That's they're like not allowed to issue a decree that that contradicts what the Supreme Court says. Like it's when illegal. they legalized gay marriage and the. That's why the Supreme Court didn't, states weren't allowed to be. That's like, why the Supreme Court didn't fuck around with that. They just said it's nationwide. It is now legal. We're done with this issue. Yeah, we we don't even want to argue this anymore. We have come to an agreement that it's nation fucking wide. Let's just get this done. And you know what? That tells you that they were acting, in my opinion, in the best interests of the people. Because traditionally, at that point in time fairly conservative court and a fairly conservative court is going to be anti-gay sorry they just are i'm not trying to stereotype that's just what the majority wind up so why did the court which was pretty much conservative not only agree that same-sex marriage was constitutional but made it across the whole nation all in one sweep because a lot of times in situations like that they defer to states' rights. And so, oh, well, California, your law was written like shit. So, no, gay marriage is legal there. Sorry, you're out. Next state. Oh, all right, we'll listen to your angle. Oh, yeah, that's a pretty good angle. We hadn't thought about that. Sometimes they do that and let each state have its own decision about what to do, right? Okay. This wasn't like that. They were like, uh-uh, nationwide, kabam, this is what we're doing. And it just makes me say, I think that they... It made me have, what's the word, better confidence in the Supreme Court because they made a decision that wouldn't typically have been their political leaning. Right. But they made the decision that was best for the whole country and its citizens. They didn't let their religious beliefs get in the way or anything like that. And I think that's, that's what they're there for because I think of all the branches of government, the judicial branch needs that separation of church and state the most. Right. Because because then they're making cut and dry decisions. Like, that's what the police officer tonight said. You know, he will go unnamed, but very nice guy. You know he, his name? Yes. Oh. Um, and he was a very nice guy. I always check that stuff. He was a very nice guy, and he mm-hmm. said that if you do your research, that it becomes pretty cut and dry. And he said, doesn't matter if you have a warrant for state-level crime or federal level crime and immigration would be a federal level crime it will come up when they run your record but it's not going to come up if you don't have an issue with the federal government or a state government they won't know who you are so essentially it would come up in like booking process interesting so i this is why i say and he also told me that when that person comes into custody Mm-hmm. Immigration is automatically notified. Interesting. So these people that are trying to say that it costs money, uh-uh, doesn't cost money. 
might cost a little bit, but there's, I think they're spending that by avoiding it in the first place. It's one of those things where you save 10 million over here, but you spend 10 million over there. Yeah. Wash. Mm. I don't know, but once again, hey, a shout out to the police department. And I'm sorry, guys, I can't say just the Los Alamitos Police Department because I saw Seal Beach, Fountain Valley, Westminster, and Cyprus. There was Cyprus there too? Yep. So all those It was the weirdest thing. Two police officers are coming at me and they kind of look similar. One was a little smaller than the other. The other was kind of stocky. And then one didn't have a mustache, but the other did, but they were both bald-headed. And I look at their name badges. Well, first off, one was from Cyprus and one was from Westminster. And then their name badges, let's just say this is not their name, okay? Both of them said J. Smith. (laughs) They were probably brothers. That's funny. Because it was a, like I said, it was not like Smith. It was like, you know, if their last name was like Ving, Dwing, Jong, Jong, Ding, Ding, Wing, Wing. Not a common last name is what you're telling us. Moshinsky at the end of all that. So ying, ying, wing, wing, wing. I can't even do it again. Ling, ling, dong, dong, Moshinsky. I mean, see, like just on every name you could think of from every nationality put together into one name, big old long name. So they both had that same name. There's no way they're not related. They're either brothers, cousins, something. something. They're related. Um. Also... Okay, so you named all the police departments. Also, the Orange County Fire Authority. Yes. A plus, Awesome guys. job, guys. Awesome job. A plus. Moved in when they needed to. You. Stayed away when they should. They let people talk. That's a really important thing. You, you know, great job of having the crowd tonight. You get, people deserve a pat on the spine. The Liberty Revealed podcast. Is, the next episode is going to be about civil liberties. Mm-hmm. And this topic's going to be in there. We're going to talk about this topic. Because... That's what we watched happen tonight was our civil liberties were being exercised. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty damned awesome. I thought anyway. Um, I checked. I still don't see that they've come to a decision yet on this. So. There was a lot of people who still wanted to talk. Yeah, there was. Uh, but it doesn't say. It talks about protesters. Ouch. Um, ducks are losing. Yeah. Well, that sucks. Anyway, so we'll see what they decide. Anything Uh, to add? No, it's quite literally time to take a nap. Alrighty then. Good night, everyone. Good night. Hasta la (laughs) bye-bye. Hi everyone, this is Mike, and I truly hope you enjoyed this show. You're able to subscribe to this show on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher so as to never miss an episode. If, by chance, you did miss an episode here or there, you can catch up on all shows, past and present, by heading over to yogispodcastnetwork.com 
forward slash TNR show. Thanks for listening.